0: It is Monday, December 14th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we've got recaps of weekend action from Lavonia Speedway and Millbridge Speedway. Plus, we've got several news items to talk about and more. But first, this episode is brought to you by Blood Lubricants. Blood carries a high-performance line of synthetic racing oils, and they've got you covered for all sorts of dirt racing applications. Engine oils, gear oils, suspension fluid cleaning products, you name it, they've got it. And these aren't bargain basement oils and lubricants. This is high-quality stuff. Danny Dietrich grabbed 13 wins in 2020 running the Blood Racing. Racing Pro Series engine oil in his 410 engine. It's hard to argue with race winning performance. They've got a great race support program that offers discounts on products plus free swag and they support hundreds of racers across many divisions throughout the country. To check out the support program, find out more information or to buy, visit bloodlubricants.com. That's B-L-U-D lubricants.com. If you'd like to receive 25% off most products, use code DIRT at checkout. That's D-I-R-T, all caps, at checkout. The Extreme Dirt Car Series winner late model tour was at Livonia Speedway in Georgia on Saturday for round number three. Brandon Overton and Chris Madden won the first two events while Kyle Strickler entered the day as the points leader over Benji Hicks. It was an impressive day for 17-year-old Garrett Smith, who was making his super late model debut. Smith, a former crate late model competitor, nipped Chris Madden to go quick time in qualifying and then held off Michael Brown in his heat race to grab the pole for the feature. At the drop of the green flag, Smith was able to pull away from second starting Brown and lead his first ever. For super late model laps. As the race neared ha- the halfway point, Smith had used up his brakes, and Michael Brown was able to close for the lead. Right at the halfway mark, Brown took the lead, and Smith started falling back through the field. From there, Brown was able to drive away and hold off the field to grab his first career Extreme Dirt Car Series win and the $5,000 winner's share. Kenny Collins finished second, Chris Madden third, Dalton Wilson fourth, and Dalton Cook was fifth. It was a rough day for points that are Kyle Strickler, who crashed in a heat race and then was forced to a backup car. He then had another incident in the feature and was relegated to a 19th place result. Strickler's Issues and Hicks Not Racing means defending champion Madden has taken over the points lead following round three. The series has three races left for the season. Uh, They don't get back underway though until January 9th at Cherokee Speedway. Then they have two races at February. So uh, off for a little bit now for the Extreme Dirt Car Series. Um, The uh, weekend's Carolina Midget Showdown at Millbridge Speedway near Charlotte was supposed to be a two-day show full of star power, but pandemic restrictions in the state forced it into a one-day event featuring a small field and no fans but that didn't stop the racers from putting on one hell of a show the 12 midgets in attendance ran qualifying in two heats before a 30 lap feature and then they did an invert and then ran a 40 lap feature In the first feature kyle larson ended up tipped over earlier in the race and needed quick work from his chad Boat team to get his car repaired and back into the fight out front ryan Timms and chase briscoe battled for the lead with briscoe eventually coming out on top for the win Larson charged from the rear to try and make it difficult on Briscoe, but Larson finished second, just nine hundredths of a second behind Briscoe. Chase Elliott was impressive in his midget debut, starting sixth and finishing third right behind Briscoe and Larson. Ryan Timms and Carson Quapel rounded out the top five. In the second feature, the top six from the first race were inverted for the star. Ryan Timms and CJ Leary collectively led the first 15 laps of the race, but third starting Kyle Larson was never far behind. Larson took the lead on lap 16 and held off Kenan McIntosh on a late restart to take the win. Larson bagged an additional $2,000 from being the day's high point man as well. McIntosh, Briscoe, Elliott, and Leary rounded out the top five in race two. The win for Larson was his 46th of the year. Certainly a fun day. Small field of really talented drivers did not disappoint. Lots of side-by-side racing, slide jobs, guys right on the wall. Uh, There were some pretty neat photos of the cushion there. If you haven't seen some of the photos in the videos, go find at Millbridge Racing on Twitter. That's M-I-L-L-B-R-I-D-G-E-R-A-C-I-N on Twitter. They've got a nice collection of some different stuff uh, through the day that they retweeted and posted. Uh, So lots of cool stuff. Uh, As for Chase Elliott, I'm not sure the day could have gone much better for him. He was competitive throughout. He hung in there right, you know, right in there with some really, really experienced midget racers, ended up with two top five runs. You know, for someone who's been so successful in other forms of racing, it's not super surprising to see him up to speed quickly, Uh, you know, especially with teachers like uh, Larson and Briscoe helping him out. He certainly had a leg up. The competition, though, will ramp up significantly next month when he makes his Chili Bowl debut. But what we saw Saturday, I'd say he's pretty much up for the task. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him, uh, you know, right in there in the mix on, you know, on a prelim night and and to be in a decent main uh, on Saturday if, if things go well for him. So certainly impressive there for Chase Elliott. A theme we've been talking about lately, and actually something I talked to Blake Anderson about uh, when I went on his show, Anderson 410, is the continued improvement in the Pennsylvania sprint car scene. You know, we've seen big tracks make a bunch of improvements. You know, all the work that we've seen at Port Royal, for example. We've seen increased purses, you know, some more big events. Um, and over the weekend, it was Williams Grove's turn to announce some positive changes. Besides announcing their 2021 schedule, we now know the 2021 National Open will again pay $75,000 to the winner like it did this year. The Davey Brown Tribute All-Star event will pay 10,000 to win. The Dirt Classic Qualifiers paying 7,000 to win. And the Mitch Smith Memorial will pay 15,000 to win. This is in addition to weekly purses being pumped up with Diamond Series races paying at $6,000 to win. So more money on the line in some of their bigger events and more money on the line weekly for Williams Grove competitors. Um, fans will also benefit at the Grove next year as well, with several race nights through the year being um, having decreased admission prices, general admission prices. Special $15 ticket events will include March 26th, April 23rd, May 21st, June 11th, and June 30th. So... Not only are they adding more money to the purses, but they have several events of the year where they're actually dropping ticket prices. You don't see that very often. If you'd like to see the full track schedule and details on the announcement, visit williamsgrove.com. We've had a few more Chili Bowl driver announcements in recent days. Petrie Motorsports rounded out their three-car team with a pair of drivers who will be making their first starts inside the Expo Center. Jacob Denny, who is the 2020 champion of the USAC Speed 2 Midget Series, will pilot the team's number 35, and Emerson Axum will drive the team's number 15 midget. Uh, Axum spent much of the season in 2020 running in Power Eye and USAC National Midget events with Petrie. The two uh, young drivers joined Harley Holland, who uh, was previously announced in their third ride. So as of today, uh, we're up to 130 entries posted to the Chili Bowl website with several TBA still to be filled and several more announcements expected. A few big teams still have openings and we don't yet know the Klaus and Marshall lineup. But if you'd like to see that full list of things that have been uh, uh, entered with the Chili Bowl, you can click the entries in the top navigation at chilibowl.com. Lucas All Late Model Dirt Series had already previously announced their 2021 schedule, but on Saturday, they'd make a change to that opening stretch. Now, instead of starting the 2021 season on January 21st, they were open on January 24th. The Super Bowl of Racing at Golden Isle Speedway in Georgia, which was originally scheduled for that 21st through the 23rd, has been canceled because of ongoing issues in the region with COVID-19. The series does plan on returning to Golden Isles in 2022. The Lucas Late Models will now begin their season on January 24th with a practice night at East Bay Raceway Park, in Florida. Racing will then take place January 25th through the 30th at East Bay before the series heads to Bubba Raceway Park and Alltech Raceway through the first week of February. For more information on the announcement and a look at that full schedule, check out lucasdirt.com. Speaking of schedules, the NART King of the West Springer Series announced their 2021 schedule back on Friday. The 410 Series will run 20 events at 10 different California tracks next year with much of the schedule pushed to later in the year of hope, uh, in hopes of avoiding some of the COVID-19 issues which plagued the series in 2020. The calendar opens March 20th at the Stockton Dirt Track before taking nearly two months off and then restarting May 15th at Thunderbolt Raceway in Tulare. In all, Stockton, Thunderbolt, Petaluma, Ocean, Placerville, Santa Maria, Merced, Calistoga and uh, Colorado Speedway and the Dirt Track at Kern County will all hold races next year. Right in the middle of the schedule, the series is hosting what they are calling the fastest five days in motorsports with five straight nights of racing from August 25th through August 29th. The series did not crown a champion in 2020 due to a lack of races, so hopefully things can kind of get back to normal for them this year. The series point fund will be announced at a later date as well. For more information, check out narc410.com. That's N-A-R-C 410.com. Later today, I'll be uh, releasing another Dirt Tracker Conversations episode. This one features Ohio super late model racer Ryan Missler. Missler uh, won a bunch of races. He's got track championships, um, but he's gained some notoriety lately with his really, really fun YouTube channel. In his videos, Ryan Missler takes videos behind the scenes of his small family run operation to show everything it takes to keep his car out on the track. In our conversation, we talked about Missler's career, why he started doing videos, you know, kind of how long it's taken for his YouTube channel to get going, how it's affected his racing, and a whole lot more. Find the episode in this podcast podcast feed and on the dirt tracker youtube channel that's it for today hope everybody has a good monday you can find dirt tracker daily on apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher or where you get podcasts please subscribe and leave a review you can also watch the show every day on youtube and facebook you can email the show at info at dirt and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirt tracker twitter.com slash dirt tracker and the website itself dirt you can follow me personally on twitter at justin underscore fiedler thanks everybody for tuning in we'll see you tomorrow for more dirt tracker daily